Hi everyone. This episode was supposed to be about Riverdale, but that's changed. That's changed, yeah. We were originally going to do Riverdale, but we're like, no, we're not going to do Riverdale after what we just witnessed. Because we witnessed a cultural reset. We witnessed just something that made me probably have a heart attack. Also, before we get into what we just witnessed, I would like you guys to know that we have a Patreon now. Oh yes, we do have yes. that now. That is a new thing that is just recently created. You'll get a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it's $5 a month for like the basic tier. Don't feel bad if you can't Obviously. give us that cash. Obviously. But if you can, you get access to a Glee like, tier list. Unless being loopy at 1am. Um, you get access to podcast episodes, early polls, live streams, all that stuff. You'll get access to it. We'll have that. We'll have an after show after every episode too. Yes, you get that sweet, sweet content. You get the extra stuff. You get to see witness us more, which I'm not sure if that's a blessing or a curse. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. today's episode is on Sondheim's 90th um, birthday like celebration thing from Broadway.com. It Incredible. just wrapped up, and Imagine it's just. It. So many words, so many words. It was amazing. Like, okay, first, should we start on this? Um, the yeah, let's sort of rocky technical difficulties. Yeah, okay. So it started off on a bit of a sour, sour (laughs) question mark note. So we start off with it started thirty minutes late. Yeah, it started 30 minutes late, which started a little, little okay, I'm fine with that. But then um, Raul Esparza, we could see him in the corner of the screen, and we could hear him, like, talking, and we're like, <laughs> was that supposed to be happening? It wasn't supposed to be happening, we oh, soon Raul. will find out. And then after um, lovely Steven Schwartz plays our, the overture from Follies. We stand. He, yes. Um, Raul Esparza is supposed to come back on the screen and just, like, kind of talk about, like, yeah, give us an opening. Yeah, just give us an opening. He's our host. We can't hear Raul Esparza talking. He's muted. So everybody in the live stream chat is frantically typing, Raul, we can't hear you. And but, like, they don't have access to the live stream chat, so they're not seeing that. But I'm not sure. So then I'm pretty sure he sees it because we just see Raul's face. No, I'm pretty face. sure he just... got a text from, like, one of the other people who are yeah, on probably, it. probably. I don't know, but he got some it. sort of notification of it. And we just see his mm-hmm. face turn white and him just like go <gasps> like you could just see it and like <laughs> so then he gets up and just tries to fix his setup and he just kind of crashes I think his camera down and then the live stream just goes off air and everybody on Twitter was left speechless over what just happened. Honestly that was the most joy I've experienced in a long time. Yes and scrolling through the Twitter threads that people had posted was probably one of the funniest things I had ever done. If you look at some of the earlier tweets with the Sondheim 90 concert hashtag you're gonna laugh because they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go but, like our um, tweets. Oh yeah we did a lot of we have a Twitter for that. Yes, we do have a Twitter, we have an Instagram, we even have a TikTok, because... <laughs> we do be those trendy teens. <laughs> but yeah, um, so then it was set to happen like an hour later, and then like five minutes, not even five minutes, five seconds later, basically, then they switched it to two minutes, and they had two live streams up at this point. So I'm like, which one is the right live stream? Who knows? Yeah. 
it was a mess. But luckily, after that, everything got to be working, and the technical difficulties were going good. Yeah. It was fun. So, everything yeah. went smoothly from there, and it was... Yeah. So I think they kind of got rid of Raoul's part mostly. He did come in a few times, but... Yeah, I think it's because he, he didn't pre-record what he was going to say, so they just... Yeah. That was the reason they were having so many difficulties. Yeah, because I think everything else was pre-recorded from the looks of it. Yeah, everything else was pre-recorded, except maybe the, um, I'm blanking out so badly. Dang. Meryl Streep can't sing. Um... Um, except for that. Oh, sorry, y'all. We got into a bit of a Twitter fight with this Meryl Streep stan account about <laughs> that Meryl Streep can't sing, because I'm sorry. She can't. We'll get into it later. We'll get into it later. Also, she, she responded, but, like, she responded to my tweet saying, no, she can't. I looked it up. Another Meryl Streep fan account just uh, liked all the other tweets that the person <laughs> said. Oh, my God. That's fun. What is with Meryl Streep fan accounts? I didn't think this was a thing, actually. <laughs> But I guess okay. Um, so yeah, um, it was overall just amazing. Like the people, the songs, the the everything. It was so good. Let's like, just talk about individual amazing. performances. I really okay. want to talk about Katrina Lang's performance. First. Oh my god, Katrina Lang! It oh my was god, so beautiful. She sung. If and you weren't there, she sung Joanna from. She really um, went the extra mile, mile, mile. She played guitar while. It was like, just amazing. Oh I don't even God. know how to express it. She was just truly immaculate. Right. She is such. She has such a mesmerizing voice. Like, I. Yeah. She was just amazing. Like it she was really amazing. Was. It and she put like this amazing beautiful twist on it and it sounded like a sad lesbian love story <laughs> i'm sorry but Kristen. but yeah you I, know where my mind i vibe is. with that i am in the dark beside you buried sweetly in your yellow Anyways, this is why we love Broadway. Yes. <laughs> it was just, it was so I amazing. I met Katrina oh my God. once. I met so her. So did I. I met her when I saw Bands Visit. Me and too. I she signed my doored. playbill. She signed my playbill. She signed my playbill too. So, <laughs> bitch, you ain't messing with nothing here. Period. Well, I just want all our listeners to know that I met Katrina Lank and they well, probably did I met didn't. her too. They probably did and didn't. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know you. I- we are so obnoxious. Oh my god. <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Anyways, what should we talk about next? Oh my god. We have to talk about Patty Lapone. Oh my god. Anyone can whistle any old day. Easy. I can dance a 
Patty Lapone's performance. Patty Lapone. Just Patty Lapone. That's all I need Just to say. Patty Lapone. An absolute she, goddess. First off, we were like, is she going to perform either The Ladies Who Lunch or Rose's Turn or Everything's Coming Up Roses? Right. Now, obviously, they didn't re- perform anything from Gypsy or West Side, which I get because like, he only wrote lyrics. I'm a little mad because Gypsy's like my first Sondheim musical right, that same. I really got into. That was but, the first Sondheim musical I got into. I get it. I get it. I don't get it. I've been listening it, to but... it a lot lately. But yeah, I sort of get it, but I also don't. But like, Everything's coming up. Rain of the roses. For me. Something like that. I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah. <laughs> sorry, y'all. Sorry she for drink- that. She drinks. Oh, my God. She sings um, Anyone Can Whistle. I was about to cry. Which was just amazing. And she wasn't in her basement, which is so scary. I was like, whoa. I have never seen Patty Lapone outside of her basement while she's been at home. Change well, I guess there her. was that one time for her birthday thing where she's like, I'm a little hungover. And she just kind of goes through a locker full of random junk in her house. That was That's hands time. down the best video. If you've not seen that, go to her Twitter and watch it right now. This is why we love Patty Lapone. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's amazing. She was just so amazing. Like, it was also totally unexpected that she was saying something from Anything Can Whistle. Anyone right. Can Whistle. Because, like, it just came out of nowhere, and it was Except the best surprise that could have ever happened. I can't whistle. Oh, you... I can't whistle. <laughs> well, that just gets rid of the whole purpose of the show, Kristen. You it's, ruined it. It really does. I could never be cast in that show because I can't whistle. <laughs> okay, I can't Maybe whistle. Maybe gay either. people can't whistle. Maybe that's <clears> a gay <throat> thing. <laughs> Wait, well, what? Then what happened to the demographic? Well, what about the demographic of the show? Then what's the point? Whoa. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Um, first off, let's talk about Leah Salonga. Oh my god. Like, I love her. I know. Like. Her performance was just amazing. Her performance was incredible. Like, yeah, honestly, I, like I was about to cry. I'm gonna be real. Me too, though. I was. Oh my god, she has such a powerful voice, and I. Just... I know. <gasps> oh my god, here's something we have to mention. Mandy Patinkin. He was singing a song. I wasn't he singing. He was singing something from Sunday in the Park with George, I believe. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Um. He was outside just singing it a cappella, and it was one, and it was just amazing. Right. Just like watching him sing it just like a cappella. Okay, we need to talk about how Chip still had his baker's hat, though. Oh my god, when I saw him like hugging the baker's hat, I I actually started crying. It was so emotional. Like, I just, oh my god. It was so sad. I really started crying. It was one of the, it made me so overly emotional, and I think the rest of Broadway Twitter agrees. Mm-hmm. Went went a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was just like I was crying. I was literally mm-hmm. crying. I was just oh my god. It was just I I literally don't even have words for how much I was like emotional because like the fact that he still has it. Right. I just oh my god. It was amazing. It's it just it really it's just amazing. It truly just made my heart swell up with joy. I know. I just, 
I was gonna cry. He looked so happy but sad at the same time. I and know. I, was just, I wanted to give him a hug. Like, <laughs> oh this I, I had so many emotions during this. We're gonna put that out there. I was so emotional, <laughs> just too. watching everything happen. And then when Bernadette Peters, Bernadette oh came God. out singing a song that she didn't usually sing and just the way she just projected yes. there was such emotion okay. in her voice while she was singing the only thing about that is i kind of wish like by the last verse or something everyone else who had been a part of the live stream had like not the what had like joined in and sang that with her oh, that would have been, been so powerful that will make me cry they should have done that, that but it was still so amazing. amazing i would have loved that that would have been oh my god just brunette pierce is just they got the best people on to, here to do this. They really just they got really do. amazing. Let's talk about Meryl Streep a bit, because I'm mad about this. Oh, yes, we have to talk about this. Okay, first off, disclaimer. Not much hate towards Meryl Streep. Just a li- not really, but like a little bit. Yeah, she's like, an incredible actor, but she yes. cannot sing. We she have to put that here. She just cannot sing. Like I, would, I did not have a problem with her appearing on the stream. If she would have like maybe said a few words or something, I would have been totally fine with that. It's just... She just really can't sing, and it was just... I love The Ladies Who Lunch. It's one of my favorite songs, Sondheim songs. she just it's one of my butchered songs it. She, she just really it. couldn't sing. Like, while she was... Like, while she was singing the, like, rice, I feel like she was more so yelling it instead of singing. Yes, I couldn't tell. Thank you. Fully. She was, like... Bear Wilbur Reed. She was, like, scrolling. No. No. <laughs> not. She kind of sounded like her. Take that as you will, people of Twitter, <laughs> and everything. Why am I saying people? Twitter's of Twitter? gonna Take come for us. Barrett We're gonna be destroyed by Twitter. Twitter is gonna get mad. Barrett Wilbert stand Twitter is scary. I commented on a post that Barrett Wilbert Reed can't sing that well, and a bunch of Barrett Wilbert Reed stands attacked me. Oh I said, and I and I wrote out a whole paragraph, and I don't think they read it because they're a bunch of twelve-year-olds. Yeah. Oh my God, I was watching the. This is sort of off topic, but I was watching the um. Mean Girls music video for I'd Rather Be Me just because it was in my recommended and I was bored. Oh, yeah. And the, all of the comments were about how amazing Barrett Wilbert Reed is and, like, how people are, like, giving her too much hate and how Mean Girls is basically Heather's just because she's in it. And I was... Oh, mm, yeah. It hurt. It hurt to read. It hurt my... I wasn't even going to respond to them. It just hurt my brain. Because, like, she... There's a reason why she... What, um, she couldn't finish the run for Heather's. Thank and there's you. also a reason that she like kind of abruptly just never showed up and like always had her understudy on for Mean Girls. Her belt is really bad. I know right. I saw Leslie Margarita advertising a belt box. I feel like Barrett really needs that. She really it's, like, does. Her voice sounds so damaged. Right. She needs to get better vocal coaches. Like, like she has so much potential and she's a great actor. I know. Like, but she's on Broadway. She like needs to like get this. Right. Kind of thing, she you know? needs to learn how to belt. Like. Like, girl, like, you have so much potential. Like, you, she... Right. Yeah. Also, I hate how... This is so off-topic. But I hate how when I'd rather be me, she goes, like, acting nice when they're not nice. She goes, like, yeah, nice. She, the way she does, she's, she, she like, kind of, like, thing makes it all nasally for, like, right. no like, reason. Because she's trying to, like, talk while saying, because she's trying to act, I guess. But it just doesn't work. It's it doesn't like, work. Yeah, it's it just weird. It's, like... Yeah. But yeah, um, back to the topic. Of, <laughs> Anyways. Like, anyways, sorry about that little ramble. Um, back to the topic of um, the sh- the show. 
our like live stream or whatever we want to call it. Mm-hmm. Can we talk? Oh my god! Can we talk about the um? What was it? Oh my god! I'm blinking. <laughs> I'm trying All to think of what it. else. Oh, yeah, it was incredible. Can we talk about how Audra McDonald just kind of came on and saved Meryl Streep and literally just like she kind of just came on there and I was like, I'm, Audra McDonald is so incredible and I love her so much. Like, I, I know, would I feel kill like to see her live. She honestly deserved a full song and not just a feature with Meryl Streep. Thank you. Know? you. Meryl Streep should have been on the like live stream, but she should have just said. Happy birthday, Stephen. Said something like, like a nice few about words, him. like like what like what Mister, like what Steven Spielberg did, did. Yeah, because they did that with some people. Because not everyone on that live stream could sing. Yeah, such as Meryl Streep. <laughs> but yeah, um, Meryl Streep stan Twitter. If you're watching this, please <laughs> don't attack us. We've already had you guys come at us out of a tweet that we made while we were live tweeting. Leave us so, alone, please. Please. I know it's We're kind sorry. of my fault because I wanted to argue with you. But just leave <laughs> us alone. I just kind of ignored it because I'm like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. say anything. I don't want to say anything. I kind of want to... Wait, I'm going to re- read what they replied to They me. got two likes, and I think they're both from Meryl Streep stan accounts. <laughs> I hate that. The fact that those exist just kind of scares me in general. Like, how does Why that does Meryl Streep stan account exist? Yeah, it was just, it was insane. She says, she has talked about, she has talked about taking opera lessons when she was young, multiple times. You didn't look hard enough. Like, opera does not equal theater singing. I'm just going to reply to her. No, this is going to keep going, Kristen. Take (laughs) it to the DMs. I promise. I said that all all the other times. Yeah, you've said that for this all last, like, Mm -hmm. three or four times. Yeah. Well, if you guys want, you can read the entire thread on our Twitter, which you should follow. Yes. At Homosexuals Talk. Capital T. Yeah. Um. Overall, it was just amazing. You know, it was honestly amazing. Like, I don't even know what to say. I just loved it, you know? Right. It was so good. Besides Meryl Streep. Yeah. <laughs> What else happened in it? Oh, my God. I'm kind of surprised they didn't sing Being Alive from Company. Because I was like... And, oh, my God. When when Steven Spielberg came on, I literally thought they were going to, like, show a clip from his up-and-coming West Side Story film. Oh, me too. Me too. And I was like, whoa. But it was like, oh, no. Yeah. Dude, Flag Song is literally so good. Like, that's (sighs) the only patriotic song I approve of. Yes. It was like that should be our national anthem. I'm gonna be honest. I'm sorry. The Star Spangled oh Banner sucks. <laughs> don't come at us, Americans. <laughs> we are American too. Don't worry. I don't um, like it here. I hate it here. <laughs> Let's not. This is getting a little crazy. Um. <laughs> oh my God. Send in the clowns. I was like. I love that song I, so much. I love Send in the Clowns. It's such an iconic song. I am the clown. It's just... I am the clown they're sending in. It's not about real clowns, Christy. It's a metaphor. That. I know I that. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke. It was very funny. I laughed very hard. <laughs> I could tell. I make a lot of people I just, laugh. No, I, I make my mom prepared laugh. for this. Therefore, I'm funny. 
<laughs> my brother makes my mom laugh. <laughs> I hate that. Your brother scares me. Let's get on to the next topic at hand. Anyways. Yeah, yeah Sun in the Clouds literally. Oh my god, it was so beautiful. I literally almost started crying because I was me just like. Too. Like, it was just so beautiful. It's, it's, it's sent in the clowns. What more can we say? It's just truly an amazing. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing song. Like it's Sondheim, who's one of just right. the best composers. Like okay, if you are like if you're just getting into musical theater and you're listening to Andrew Lloyd Webber, you will think he's good. But when you listen to Sondheim, right. you will realize that Andrew Lloyd Webber is just not a good composer in most regards. Yeah. He's composed a few good scores and mm-hmm. a few good songs, but not much really. Especially when you like no music because I like play guitar and I sing and stuff yeah like once like, you know music you'll realize Andrew Lloyd Webber's scores are all super simple but then yeah. Sondheim does super intricate I can't say that word intricate stuff and it's just amazing what he I does I know and he's also so his bad. lyrics oh my god some of his lyrics are so complex right like if you th- if you li- just some of his lyrics that like they're so like there's something like in like this is back to Gypsy. Like, um, if you look into um, that one song where like the cow song, like where there's the cow. Mm-hmm. If you when you're watching Gypsy the second time, you will there's like this hidden subtext into like just you know like into like what how it like is a metaphor for what it later kind of happened in the show. Right. Yeah. It's honestly incredible. Like, like. A lot of the people on the live stream tonight said he is a genius. Like, he really is a genius. Yeah. He just, he's just honestly just an amazing, mm-hmm. he's, just, he's just so smart. And like, yeah. I have this theory, it's, I think it'll soon have scientific backing that if you are associated with Broadway, you will basically live forever. Because I swear, everybody on Broadway lives to be so old, and it's so amazing to have them still. Mm-hmm. That's because they just... stay in good health, because it's one of the most demanding jobs yeah. in the country. So they have to stay yeah. in good health and stay fit and stuff, and they need to make sure they're eating good and stuff. Ooh, wait, yeah. that actually makes so a lot of sense. have people. And like... they need to make sure they aren't smoking or drinking too much. Well, yeah, like, that's why we have, like, some of our Broadway actors. Yeah. You know, like that. Oh, sorry. I'm just trying to see this thing. But then I totally, like, lost my train of thought. I thought Um, Like, it makes sense, actually, because, like, they have to stay in health. And, like, we have such people like Sondheim. And, like, we have Angela Lansbury, who had a big career on Broadway, who was well in 97, if I, if I remember correctly. Right. It's truly amazing. Yeah. Also, Just... let's talk about Randy Rainbow's performance. Oh my god, I... Randy Rainbow's performance was the best and most true thing ever. I love that. I agree. Especially like I like one of my dream roles is Mrs. Lovett, and just seeing that being performed by him was so <laughs> iconic and it made me want to play Mrs. Lovett even more now. Like I mean, he makes a good point. Where's my version of the lady to lunch? Yeah. <laughs> period it was just it was just an amazing performance like i loved his kind of spoofiness and how he kind of just the right. editing though and everything was just amazing 
and like all of his like stuff is so like funny and like the editing is so goofy and stuff my grandparents saw him live oh that's amazing i wish i i honestly wish Mm -hmm. i want to see him live everybody and it was just i like literally geeked out so much because i'm such a sondheim head if that's what they're called yeah i don't know i don't know what they're called like i'm a sondheim fan i like hardcore it's kind of scary i felt that though sondheim is so incredible he's truly the best composer on broadway yeah oh my god i have to take a moment to talk about something that happened kind of post not post pre um live stream oh boy um this is i think i can't remember if this is before the original or in between the little mishap but um lin-manuel miranda was just posting screenshots of him facing oh. facetiming other broadway stars that was and iconic he posted ben platt and here's the real thing he posted him on facetime with bernadette peters i was like i want to be on facetime with bernadette i want to be on facetime with bernadette peters like where's my facetime with bernadette peters exactly and like also, he was just so iconic it just posted them like like just like out with their mouths open like ooh, fun Also, I want to say that Lin-Manuel Miranda, he is not the best singer, he is not the best dancer, but it is such a power move to write two shows and make yourself the lead. That is such a power move, and that is why I love him. I know. Oh my god, speaking of like Lin-Manuel Miranda, that that reminded me of his tweet that reminded me of something else. That's a big connection. Neil Patrick Harris's Witch's Rap. I love that. And his kids are so cute. Like I know. It was the weirdest thing was he said, I'm going to do a song that showcases my range. So I'm like, right. that ooh, what's he going to sing? Like, weird part of it. I was like. And then he just starts doing the Witch's Rap. And I'm like. Right. I, I was like, you, that's though. not really. That's not a range shower, but maybe range. he was trying to be unexpected. Who do you, though? But I, I don't complain. I love the Witch's Rap. From right. the woods. I love the Witch's Rap. I love Neil Patrick Harris. I love his kids. It was just the perfect mm-hmm. everything. Also, Sutton Foster's kid was so adorable. Oh my God, Sutton oh Foster! Yeah, I, I, all of their kids are so adorable. Like I love like Broadway stars. They just have the cutest kids. Yes. So weird. Just like I'm sad. I'm sad. Like not all of them showed their kids. I know, but like I kind of get it too. Mm-hmm. Obviously, but like. Just Patty Lapone. I'm sorry. I have to go back to that. I, that was the was best so thing I've ever seen. It was so. It's good. like they were trying to make me cry at the end. Like the end of it was so just. Yes. Emotional. Like they kept. They just made it like kept getting bigger and bigger and just. Like this is why we yeah. love Broadway. It was so good. Also, um, I walked away before I got to see this, but basically, Thomas was saying, before uh, yes. we started the recording and stuff he was telling me about how like at the end of the credits they were showing different like broadway stars and stuff and i'm so sad i missed that yeah like it was a lot of people who are like currently on broadway doing stuff and like so i think it started with the um kid who played young sheldon who i don't remember his name exactly singing Mm -hmm. and then i'm like oh this is fun and then i believe what happens is there was either one person before him but then just andre de shields comes on screen singing and i swear i had a heart attack because i was just like (gasps) I That's thought I wouldn't see you. Amazing. Because, <laughs> like, I love Andre DeShields. Like, he's amazing. 
Like, he was amazing in Hades Town, like, the other shows he's been in. Like, he was in Hair at one point, apparently. Like, that was one Mm -hmm. of his first roles. No, he was in um, John Mulaney's show on Netflix. Yeah, I heard about that. Oh, yeah, he was. He played the, like, I don't remember. It was just... I have a question. So talented. And such a great person, too. He's just he's... so, like, friendly and loving and stuff. And he just has, like, so classy, if you right. will. And like, he's he just so has iconic, this, like, too. Classy feeling to him. Yeah. Yeah, he's he just, he's so classy. Like, there's not, like, I was watching this interview with him and the rest of the cast of Town, And everybody's else is like, oh, yeah, this is, like, I'm, like, very early in my Broadway career. And, like, some of them, and, like. They were just kind of talking, and, like, apparently they were trying to get Andre to Shields in the show for a while. But then Andre's just like, I've been on Broadway for a while. And it was just, it was amazing. I love that. It was, just, it was honestly the, the entire, best. Yeah, I love the entire cast of Hades Town. They're the best, honestly. Same. They're oh the God, most Patrick iconic Page. cast on Broadway currently. You cannot change my mind. Well, not currently, because <laughs> COVID... Oh my god, Kristen, you're not bring that up. No. But yeah, honestly, if I had to pick a cast that I love the majority of the, the most of the cast members out of, I would pick Hades Town. Yeah. Because, like, the cast is just amazing and full of right. such, like, they have such a talented cast. Like, they have yes. Amber Gray, which already is just a power move, because Amber Gray is such a talented actress. Right. Also, even though Blazada... I love her so much. I love you, Nova Sada. She's one of She's... my favorite actresses on Broadway currently. I know. Like, I just, oh I love the cast of that. I love the cast of Hades Town. Yeah. It's just an amazing cast. Wasn't Renee, didn't Renee rap, like, show up at the after Oh, yeah, credits? Renee did make a little cameo. I love Renee rap. I just, she is so talented and such, like, an inspiration, oh, no. and she got onto Broadway so young, and she's more talented. But yeah, than Renee did most make a cameo. Sir, um, I, I I heard you talk about Renee Rapp. That's all. Really. Yeah, she's so incredible. Yeah, she made a little cameo around the end of it, I believe, in the like, credits part. Mm-hmm. It was it was incredible. I feel like this podcast episode is just us talking about how much we love Broadway stars. Yeah, which, oh my god, they're all so incredible. Like, they make me feel so talentless, but at the same time so inspired. <laughs> like, yeah. I know. And also, I swear, I need to break into Patti Lapone's house and just walk around. I don't even need to take anything. I, I'm like, I'm not breaking into her house to take anything. I just want to walk around Patti Lapone's house and just see... A, because her house scares me, kind of. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Same. Like just all the stuff in her house. Yeah, we once quarantine is over, we should break into her house together. Yeah, we'll record a podcast in Pilotone's house for you guys. It'll be a Patreon special. Yeah. Subscribe <laughs> to our Patreon to see that. Oh my god! Like just her. We just need to talk about her Twitter during the quarantine. Mm-hmm. Her Twitter is one of the only things that is keeping me sane during the quarantine because. Everything that she posts is just, it's just amazing. Like, yeah, I love She her. just posts a bunch of videos of her just around her basement or her house. Like, um, this was a while back, but April 1st, she just posted a video in her basement wearing her Sunset Boulevard costume and just kind of dancing around singing in it. Yeah, like, I felt that. Me too. Amazing. And, like, she just... She's amazing. I just she's so incredible. 
She's just an incredible one. I feel bad for her that she had to deal with Andrew Lloyd Webber, though. Yeah, I work on memoir because I can actually read, which is contrary to popular belief. And her memoir, she just kind of talked about how just not good he was. And, like, apparently um, he broke her contract. She was supposed to transfer to Broadway while Glenn Close did the L.A. run of the show. Um, And he broke her contract. And behind her back, um, transferred Glenn Close to Broadway. And Patty LuPone was... Got really mad about it and obviously filed for a lawsuit. Yeah. And I believe she won, but I'm not don't remember. Good. Yeah. And then just hearing like all these like people who have worked with Sondheim talk about how incredible he is, what a great I person know. he is, because he is. And then looking back at like Andrew Lloyd Webber and how terrible he treats all his actors and stuff. I know. Like in the specials, like I know he's had like some form of like specials or something, Which and I've never really he heard like many them. of the people who like have worked with him, um, like talk highly of him as yeah. a person to work with. Nobody's okay. called him a genius. Nobody's been like, oh, he is yeah. such an incredible person to work with, and he's changed my life, and I consider him a friend. I've yeah. heard nobody say that about yeah. Andrew Lloyd Webber. I just want to make this clear, if you can't already tell, we don't like Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> you really don't. I. I can only find like one or two scores of his actually good to listen to yeah like, I, I can't think of any right now the only ones that i listen to the one that i listen to the most is avita because it has patty lapone in it oh yeah avita's iconic and sunset boulevard because it has patty lapone in it right so. patty lapone is the only good thing about andrew lloyd weber and she hates him yeah like she literally is just she hates him, and I I agree with her statement because he just like and also the parts he writes for women are just incredibly awful, right. like to your vocals. Patty could Patty could barely finish like a year of the run for um. What should we call it? For Evita, yeah, yeah, for Evita because it just was such a demanding vocal role, and like she could barely do anything outside of the show. Because mm-hmm. she also talked about that in her memoir. Because I read that. Yeah, I just I feel, feel so, smart so bad for everyone who has ever been in a um, a Andrew Lloyd Webber show. Yeah. Like, especially if you're, like, working beside him. Like, right. Like, if you have to, like, work with him. Like, like um, he has, he makes super basic music, but then he makes the vocal parts for the women, like, incredibly challenging and tough. Yeah. So, like, nobody can sing it. And the people who do, it's very difficult for them yeah like i know and because of that people think he's good because the vocal parts are difficult but that doesn't make someone good where with sondheim his his music is intricate i can't say that word intricate and clever and witty and fun and he has most of his vocal like yes they're challenging but they're not like impossible and won't ruin your vocal cords yeah Because, like, something that I've noticed is... Oh, my God, you're glitching again. That um, a lot of Angel Webber's, like, scores and stuff are just, like... Just... A lot of Angel Webber's scores are, like... How is this? They're just, like... Let's talk about lyrics. Lyrics for Angel Webber, even though he usually doesn't write them... I, he definitely has some form of input, They're and the lyrics so are just not usually good. 
so, a lot like, of his lyrics straight, are just so yeah, just like so they don't have any deeper meaning usually. Stuff. And then with yeah. Sondheim, like his lyrics are so witty, and there's so many double meanings and metaphors and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, just. Like I like Sweeney Todd, one of oh, my favorite. That's one of my I favorite Sondheim Sweeney shows. Todd. Like Miss Lovett's yeah, songs. Love oh my god, I just love them. Like literally one of my dream worlds. And like let's let's take company into consideration. Mm-hmm. Like company, Angela Rapper would never do anything like that. Like that's <laughs> too above his <laughs> IQ. Let's be real. He he's never written an original like story. He's never had the music attached to anything original. It's some, always some like form Andrew of adaptation. Like Andrew Weber, like he has a like he has a like his IQ is probably like thirty two or something. That's low, right? Is that low for IQ? I don't know how I think IQ so. tests work. Well, his IQ is probably like negative thirty two. I don't know why thirty two, but let's go with that. It's a number. It's a number. But yeah, like, I, I feel like just also Sondheim just gives off. He, like, just seems like a nice person. Mm-hmm. Like, he feels like one of those people who's, like, Thomas. like yes, they're, like, tough, if you will. Like, yes, they, like, are down to business. But, like, he seems like, like a kind person. Like, he genuinely, like, cares right, when he does exactly. it, you know? Like, um, the one dude, I forget his name, talked about how... Um, Sondheim approached him and asked him if there's anything he needs to he needs to know about his voice and he says oh I'm not good with chromatic scales and then um like sharps and flats and then Sondheim wrote a part in a song for him that was entirely sharps and flats not out of like hatred but to help him improve and the guy talked about how that has changed his life forever and made him such a better singer definitely like i feel like just like back to andrew and andy would never do that andrew darbo would never do something like that for somebody like he might just like write songs like that that are difficult he would yell at them like probably fire them like like, even if he did ask he probably wouldn't do it out of a place of kindness because he just like he seems like just such an awful person in general like i've heard horror stories from sarah brightman of like her marriage to him his music is like very entry level and like the way it just is it's just not right i feel like theater kids they get into like mainstream it's different for everyone but how it typically goes or how it went for me you get into mainstream musicals like dear evan hansen and hamilton and be more chill and stuff and then you start dwelling into other stuff and then you get into andrew lloyd weber and it's like entry level more refined theater not refined theater but more like like less popular yes, theater, less like popular the, theater i guess like and you get into andrew lloyd weber and from there maybe you get into into the woods or something like yeah and they're like this guy's good and then you kind of yeah. probably like you go from like into the woods to sweeney and then you kind of just and then you sort of break like loose into branch all of out on your own and you find what you like and what you don't like yeah like you're with andrew for a few months and then you give up and realize he's absolute trash mine was a little longer than that i liked <laughs> phantom for a select while i'm disappointed which i'm in still you. not exactly the most proud of mm-hmm. everybody had a phantom stage okay yeah, Kristen, i had a phantom can't stage bash too me. i'm not gonna lie it was bad did i see it twice yeah yes, I've seen i it did twice. see it twice 
also not proud of that. Me either. But it's I went fine. with my grandma once. I and went with my parents another time. And then, like, with a friend another time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, overall, it was just. I hate Andrew Lloyd Webber. Memory of a love this is fastly turning into a Patreon-only episode. <laughs> it really is. But it's fine. We're still getting posted because we have nothing else to post tomorrow. We have nothing else to do tomorrow. Yes, we were recording this at 11 <laughs> the day before. This is supposed to be out, so you guys should be thanking us. Yes. Oh, my God. This was so <laughs> oh difficult. God. This is just... I forgot we were talking about Sondheim's 90th birthday, <laughs> and then it just turned into an Angela Rubber hate episode. It really did. Overall, though, the moral of this episode is you should lips in the gypsy. Mm-hmm. And that's on period. Because gypsy is the best it, musical. Like, I love gypsy. Really like, I love gypsy. The moral of the story is you should not listen to Andrew Lloyd Webber shows because they're bad. Yes, unless it's Evita, then you have the pass. Mm-hmm. You know, unless Patty Lapone's in it, right. then you if have Patty the pass. Patty Lapone's in it, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't listen to right. School just... of Rock. Don't listen to Cats. It's okay if you listen to Memory, though. Mm-hmm. Memory is good, <laughs> especially the saying saying it, so. 2019 version. If you want us to do an episode on cats, the movie. Oh, we should do that. Would that be a good idea, actually? We should do that. I don't um, know. We'll mark that down. Maybe it'll be a Patreon special. Yeah, maybe you patrons can get a special episode on cats. A commentary, even, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, um, I think that pretty much wraps it up for this episode. Yeah, sorry this was really messy and chaotic, but um, we filmed yeah. the Lana versus Lord episode and then listened to it and tried editing yeah. it and realized it was really boring and was really different from what we did with Glee and we want to stay with like yeah. a similar vibe. Because so, like, um, when I was editing the Lana episode, first off, it just kind of was... It was... It wasn't per se like boring like ideas like the yeah, thoughts and stuff were pretty like fleshed out but like we just sounded boring it was like hard yeah. to listen to and there weren't many like jokes it, it wasn't really it was, like, iconic like yeah yeah it was just like it was like good thoughts but like it just wasn't it didn't feel like a proper representation of us mm-hmm. okay anyway and, like, we just didn't sound good we sounded dead basically right. Anyways, but yeah, um, um, I hope you guys have enjoyed. Yeah. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, subscribe now. What are you doing if you're not, like, following the podcast? Follow our social medias yeah, on like, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Yes, and... Become a remember, patron. You can go on our... You know, you become a patron. Let me list out. I'm gonna um, just say words. So here's some stuff that patrons get. You get commentaries, polls for episodes, because... Once we get some patrons, we're going to give you two options, and you get to vote on what we do. And if you're a $20 patron, you get to decide what we do. Wow. And you can also get access to live streams, after shows, which for most episodes, there will be an after show. of st- And, like, yeah, you'll also get access to episodes that, per se, were cut or just never released. <laughs> or you could even get access to bloopers and other stuff that was cut for time because just it was a mess. So... Mm-hmm. You should become a patron 
as with as little as five dollars a month and we might even add a one dollar a month option soon who knows <gasps> but yeah you should definitely become a patron it would be super fun super classy and you'll also get a name shout out if i didn't already say that i probably did but who knows but thank you for watching this episode or listening or whatever subscribe to the podcast follow it Soon we will be on Apple Podcasts, hopefully, so you won't have to listen on this if that's your preferred listening platform. So, yeah, thank you for watching this episode, and stay tuned for more episodes. Awesome. Next episode will be out on Friday, and it's going to be super fun. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see you soon. Adios, everybody. Bye. Hey, everybody. So, a little post-show um, update. We now are on Apple Podcasts. You can go on Apple Podcasts and listen to the podcast now, which is really dope. We also have a bunch of other um, streaming services that our podcast is available on, including Google Podcasts. Just, we have a lot of um, platforms now. So, basically, any platform that you usually listen on, we're on now. So, you can search up Homosexuals Talk Trash and... Watch the episodes however you want. So thank you all for your continued support of the podcast. Again, so sorry we didn't have anything out Monday. It just didn't work out. I did not have time to edit that night. So I'm like, let's just wait for um, Friday's episode. And our next episode will be out on Monday. Do not worry. So thank you for supporting the podcast. Blah, blah, blah. All the words. Just have a great day. Drink water. Do all that jazz. And subscribe to Patreon because we don't have any patrons yet. And our first patron might get something special. We don't know. We'll figure something out.